Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Husker fans. Welcome to episode 251 of the Husker Football Fan Podcast. I'm Mike Harvat. And I'm Justin Swanson. In today's episode, we react to Nebraska's unraveling in Minnesota. And we also hear from you on the Runza Reaction Line. You can find us on the web at huskerpod.com or by searching Husker Football Fan Podcast on Facebook. You can also connect with us on Twitter by following at huskerpod or email us at huskerpod at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Central Nebraska Buffalo. Check out their website for their latest deals at cnbuffalo.com. Also brought to you by Monty Rohde with Pinnacle Realty in Lincoln. Looking to buy or sell a home in Lincoln or know somebody who is? Reach out to Monty at 402-770-3356. Justin, before we talk about the game today, um, I do want to point out, um, I know we don't always do the best job of, you know, celebrating milestones, but 250 episodes is a big deal, and we hit that number last week. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even realize it until uh, midway through the week last week. So yeah, that was kind of cool. It was something where leading up until us recording, I was like, we should probably talk about that. And then after recording, I was like, oh hey, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. But uh, hey, congratulations, man. We have uh, we have been on a journey together over the last seven years. Oh my years. goodness. The things we have seen, the suffering we have felt. I was about to say, the things I wish I could unsee. <laughs> uh, this past week among those things. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for uh, your commitment over the years to, to making this thing happen. And, uh, obviously, on behalf of Justin, I'm going to say thank you to everybody listening. Um, whether you've been listening from day one or, uh, you know, found us this year or somewhere along the way um we're happy to have you along for the ride and uh actually yeah it means a lot that you all would uh take your time listening to to a couple of fans doing doing this podcast here you know that this is the definition of a grassroots podcast we are literally just a couple of guys just like you who love nebraska football and love talking about it so here we are yeah who knew when we signed up for this back when Mike Riley was getting ready for one last adventure that we'd be getting ready to talk about uh, what looks to be our sixth losing season in seven years. <sighs> yep. Sorry to bring it back there. But, but, and it's a big but, I think. Who would have thought seven years ago? I like big butts. That uh, we'd have number seven at the helm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I even hoped for back then. It seems like ancient <laughs> history. Oh, boy. You know, um, despite this week, I still feel like this this year is trending in the right direction. As long as Minnesota is an anomaly, I don't know what to say, man. This is such yeah. a perplexing season at this point. Because yeah. I, I think the last few weeks we were ready to say, like... Hey, things look to be trending in the right direction. 
We're probably going to win some games. Looks like we still have bowl eligibility in front of us. Um, that's looking less and less likely at this point. You you look back and you see three wins and the absolute layups. Um, Northwestern is a pretty bad team, so you put them up there with uh, Fordham and Buffalo, and then uh, and even in Buffalo we. Was it Buffalo or was it Fordham where we missed out on like three touchdowns or whatever? So it was closer than it should have been. And then these games that there, there's no gimmies. There's no gimmies in the Big Ten. Um, but Illinois and Minnesota were the most winnable games. Just absolute eggs. Just laying an egg. And I, it's just inexplicable. And as frustrated as I was in the second half when they didn't get under center and sneak it, um, when Adrian is just a massive dude, and dude, that oh my gosh, when your quarterback yeah. is like what he's like six four, well, like so, all he has to do is like jump. <laughs> so when we couldn't convert points, as frustrated as I was in the in the second half, I, I think you got to look back at that first half and say they were completely unprepared. They mm-hmm. were completely unprepared to execute basic football, and they basically did everything that you needed to do to set up Minnesota to be successful. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm frustrated about some of that stuff in the second half. But to not even show up offensively, to go for what a negative rush yard and then two incompletions when the the mantra of the day was be effective and efficient offensively. I'm I'm I feel pretty mad right now. We're actually. five minutes a, in, and you, there's some vitriol. I'm, I'm and there's some a bite deep to your here, voice, like man. I'm telling my son all day today. <laughs> Chill out, buddy. Take a deep breath. I mean. I, and then we make Tanner Morgan, who was like a 52% passer on the year. He was 20 of 24 on the day. Two of those incompletions were interceptions. So only twice did it hit the, the turf on a pass. <laughs> he completed 22 of 24 passes. He completed 22 of 24. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. He's, he's been all right in the, in the past, but absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. What did the def- the defense knew exactly what they were going to do? And, and, if you want to say, I, you know, if you want to make some sort of excuse about how they played in the first half, the reality is in the second half they did something different and it worked. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know, knew you- that this game was in trouble when I, out of earnest desire, turned to somebody in the fourth quarter and I said, I think the only way that this team can win this game is if we get a pick six because <laughs> yeah. the offense isn't going to score. They just weren't. <laughs> uh. Well, and I, I think I mentioned last week how Gant ran into Martinez on a crucial like mm-hmm. third and one, or he. I mean, he did. He screwed it up again. He screwed it up again. I mean, he's a, a kid. Basic though. play. He's a kid. There's a reason he wasn't in at the start of the season. It's probably stuff like that. But but if that's the case, why are you giving him the ball in that situation? Why aren't, why aren't you under center for that? I mean, give give the quarterback I, the four year starter the ball, who's a, a really big guy. Yes, who you know even even if, if he reaches if over like, and fumbles it, that's better than what well, happened. Well, yeah, that's why it's fourth down. You're losing the ball. You're losing possession. Yeah, if you don't get way. it in. Yeah, yeah so just. That's a good point. Just get out there. And he's so big that he can do that. You know, he can um, hold it tight in the crook of his arm under his armpit and push forward and probably get in. But he can he can just reach over. Right. Touchdown. Right. Um, and honestly, honest to goodness, I believe 
there's no shadow of a doubt in my mind that he scored on that prior oh, that's, run. That's a great point. I but, agree. But there, you know, there's no photographic evidence of it, and so it had to stand. They didn't have anything to prove that it actually went over the I, line. I so, mean, my wife and I rewatched that play like everybody did, and I couldn't even tell where Adrian was. It was such a crappy mm-hmm, shot. I mm-hmm. don't know why you'd if 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 we're gonna defer to video evidence over the eyes of the refs, but then also lock in the bad, you know, whatever call the ref has made is now locked in, and you have to have superior you know, clear video evidence. How how do we not have a camera on both sides? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how is that not plastered in cameras? It just seems like a basic thing. And you know, some I tweeted something to that effect, and someone's like, "Well, it's ESPN too." Like, well, then the school needs to do it. Yeah, the I was about to say to the, the, all of these schools are putting millions and millions of dollars into their football programs. They can afford an extra high definition camera. <laughs> yeah, let's you know, buy paying for a, in Nebraska, we've got the cash. Let's let's just get four pile on cameras. Yeah, that we take with us to every away. And let's have six for backups. Um, <laughs> so I agree that was that was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But either way, either way, oh my gosh, people are mad at the officials this week. I'm like, no. Sorry guys, Nebraska just played a really bad game this week. There's no there's no excuse, there's no what ifs. Ne- like you said, they laid an egg. Um I don't think there are any excuses for Nebraska this week. They should have won that game and they they pooped the bed as they say. It, and it's yeah, it's not like uh the Michigan State where it's like but for this one insane mm-hmm. play, they would have won. No, it's we when we got things going in the second half, we were clearly superior superior team. And even Flack in his post game press conference, he said we uh, we got more skill players. And then and then he insulted his own players by saying, you know, we're inferior, but we've got culture or whatever. Um, just such a bizarre person. Um, so that almost we, says, that almost makes it seem like my team's bad, but I made them good. Which, yeah, that is that's ugh. a good that's a good ugh. point. Yeah, I recruited bad players, but then I was good enough to overcome the badness I right. recruited <laughs> to beat you. Um, yeah, it's, I'm just not it's, a fan. <laughs> it's just so aggravating. It's yeah. just so aggravating. In the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking, you know, maybe maybe Adrian does need to stick around for a fifth year. But at this point, I mean, God bless the kid. He's given everything. He's provided some really inspirational moments. I'm thinking last year when he got benched and still like pumped up the team on the sideline came back in. Um, but if people are talking about, I don't think Frost gets fired, fired this year. I think, he, Oh no, um, I don't think he gets fired this year, especially with Trev Alberts behind, you know, like well, I just feel like that, that relationship, give it, yeah. give it some time to develop yeah, and then exactly. Yeah. And they it can evaluate. Trev's not given any impression that he would do that, but next year's a really big year. Mm-hmm. And, I feel like it's not fair to Scott and it's not fair to Adrian for them to be just linked at the hip the whole time. Like let's, let's, let's see a broader sample size from what Scott can do with, uh, with a quarterback. Let, yeah. Let's see more. He's got some guys who's recruited. If we only ever see Adrian, how do we know? You know, mm-hmm. I think Adrian's a pretty talented dude, but um, that you know, said, you at, yeah, you look at that, you look at that safety, for example, there's yeah. no reason for that to happen. Yep. So, Justin, for me, that raises the question. Um, obviously, bowl eligibility is still a possibility. Uh-huh. But if it is no longer in the cards, you know, if we lose, what is it, two more games? We've got four games left, and we need to win three of them. So, yeah. so if, if we lose two more games, 
do you want to see players who are not Adrian Martinez getting some playing time the last couple of games? Let's uh, let's cross that bridge later. But I, yeah, I think <laughs> no. But I think that's a, a good point. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that. But yeah, yes, yeah, I think a, that's a good yeah, point. That's a good point. Let's not let's not uncount our chickens before they don't hatch. <laughs> <laughs> After watching Purdue upset Iowa. I feel better about beating Iowa and worse about beating <laughs> Purdue. <laughs> and of course, Purdue is the next game for us after the bye week. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. That would be hilarious if we ended up losing to Purdue but beating Iowa. <laughs> It'd be I true Nebraska fashion. <laughs> I don't think I would laugh, but you can. Uh, no, I'm laughing now. I, I would be laugh crying if we lost to Purdue because I'm just over them, man. I am over them. <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully we match up better. But we're not here to talk about Purdue just yet. Yeah, yeah, not just yeah, saving it. <laughs> hold, hold that thought. So I don't know if we need to talk about special teams, but you know, because there, there's what is there to say? We've already had this discussion before. Feel absolutely awful for for Connor Culp as as a human being. Like this has got to be really rough on him. That. That footage of him after the game talking to mm. the, the press was just heart wrenching, you know. Like yeah. I, I believe with with there's no shit. I don't have a shadow of a doubt in my mind that he was sincere in what he was saying. Like I'm trying my hardest. I'm doing my best. I got to do better. Um, it's rough when you you give it your all and it's still not good enough. You know. I just I hope he's okay as a human being over over him being okay as a kicker. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's uh, we we retweeted out that that video and it has really resonated with people. I mean, and I and that was kind of what was going on in my mind when I saw it. I mean, the guy's fighting back tears and trying so hard to to keep it together and trying so hard on the field. They talked about him having a hip flexor injury mm-hmm. during the game, which is the first time I've heard anything about that. So I don't know if that's new. Oh, they've, that... they've talked a little bit about it in recent weeks, yeah. Okay, that was, yeah. for some reason, then that was new news to me. There's a pre, pre-season injury that took him a while to get back into rhythm, apparently. So that's what's been going on all year, then? I Appar- mean, been apparently, yips, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. I think Sam McEwen had the observation that when he's driving it for distance, he's actually more accurate than when it's a short one, and he's just trying to poop it, poop it, poop it, pop it. <laughs> nudge it trying to just get it in yeah <laughs> that's when he tends it's to really it. overthinking it yeah um so yeah i mean special teams outside of the fortunately you don't look at him and say hey if we had those four points back we would have won yeah I mean, it yep. was we lost by seven so that's one nice thing i guess is his his shortcomings don't swing the game this week um but yeah i mean punting punting was good Looking at uh, I, stats I saw here. a little bit of a returned punt this week. Yeah, Kristaps <laughs> averaged. He got about four yards, but I was like, "Hey, we actually had a guy start to run it back." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so Kristaps averaged forty-eight point three yards on four kicks with a long of fifty-four, and Oliver Martin had one return for six yards. There you go. And uh, the. Minnesota kick returners tried returning two kicks and neither got out to the 25. So that was, you know, a net loss for them and their kicker missed a field goal. Mm -hmm. So you take out Connor's missed field goal, missed extra point. And we're, 
maybe ahead there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their their kicker had four kicks, averaged forty three yards. So advantage us on punting. Advantage us on punt returns. They had one for three, and we had one for six. Advantage us on kick returns because we just fair caught it every single time. Yep. <laughs> so um, so then you got a missed field goal by both of us, and then we missed one field goal. So slight advantage to Minnesota on kick return or mm-hmm. on kicking. Yep. So yeah, we won the we won special teams. So I guess it was worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at SP Plus here, or I was. Shoot, it's reloading now. I think that they had a pretty high special teams rating, mm-hmm. and of course we don't. And then defense, um, you know, do we excuse that giant play at the end of the game? I mean, like, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't I, it's whatever. I mean, if they don't, if they show up in the first half, it's a whole different game in the you second mean, half. You mean the offense the, shows up in the first half? No, the defense shows up in the. I mean, neither of them showed up in the first yeah. half. The defense, the, yeah. the the first half was up until the final touchdown at the end. There was completely owned. Yeah, that's a Minnesota. good point. They had Com- really long, effective drives. So. And we knew that's what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so the offense put the defense in a poor position, but the defense couldn't get off the field. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't do it. Now, I don't – so I don't know what they changed in the second half. Um, I don't know if it was, you know, a, a want-to issue. I feel like that's a lame excuse. I feel like these – you know, it's such a senior-led defense that they're very businesslike about it that want-to isn't that big a deal. I feel like there's probably some schematic changes – I'm not going to rewatch the game because I don't want to, but <laughs> you know, I've, and I haven't seen anybody write about that yet, but they did something different in the second half. They, they had, they allowed 21 points on long methodical drives in the first half and they allowed nine points. And one of them was that big, that big Explosive touchdown. Run, play, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a safety. So that, that was the only points they allowed in the second, the defense allowed in the second half. Yeah. So when we're, when we're talking about it that way, whatever, it's a big play. You're going to have a big play everybody's on scholarship it's it's the big 10 but just what i can't excuse is whatever happened in the first half on both sides of the ball yeah yeah it's almost like the opposite of last week where the the offense couldn't get anything done and then they showed up in the second half in a big way i i will say i feel like coming into this season i feel like we talked a lot about the the coaches not making significant adjustments in the third quarter so this is you know delightful some progress. to see yeah. some some progress there now it's we can't close the deal we put ourselves in such a big hole um the first half but it's progress i guess i don't know i don't know uh if we get to a bowl game it's gonna there's gonna be some big big wins and so that might change how things go in the offseason but if we don't get to a bowl game um and as we've said we don't think frost is gone there's gonna have to be some changes and oh yeah and so i don't know so, one question that I think is worth exploring. Can't, can't the Big Ten officials, can they go back and enforce a targeting call after a game? Like, I remember hearing something like that at one point. Like, I'm, I'm not video sure, review. But, it, but that seems like a good idea. I mean, uh, if, it's a, if it's a safety thing, you'd think you could go back yeah. and... You're talking about when Ramirez got clocked. On that the goal was line. so awful and so egregious and so obvious. I I fully expected 
replay, you know, somebody in the booth to call something down and say, hey, you need to flag this. And it just, it never happened. I just, I, that is probably the most inexplicable thing about this entire game to me. When you have a player who leaves the game for, because of a head injury on a play in which it was very obvious that somebody struck him with the crown of their helmet. Why didn't yeah, they get flagged? Why was there no even? Why wasn't there even discussion about it on the television? Yeah, the commentators even didn't even say anything about it. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I don't know, Mike. I'm frustrated. I feel like lots of times we, uh, with these frustrating losses, we uh, we work through our feelings here, and then we look to the to the next game, and we get kind of future oriented. But and that usually lifts our spirits, but. I don't think we're planning on t- doing a preview here because of the bye week. So uh, I don't know. Personally, kind of a bleak episode. I think I'm going to speak for most of Husker Nation and say we need this week off, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is a season of ups and downs, and you know, so many. Like my blood pressure has been higher this season during games than the last couple of years, just because we have come so close. So many times, and then had so many inexplicable things happen this season. It's just been, it's been a roller coaster ride, um, and I'm I'm ready to take a breather. <laughs> sure. Well, maybe um, let's take a breather from our conversation and, and go to the phones. Good, good, good. And hey, I'm resolving. Um, I've noticed a pattern. Yeah. Uh, when I introduce calls on this podcast, I'll I'll say what? something like. All right, let's turn it over to Danny from Omaha, and then the recording will immediately say, "Hey, this is Danny from Omaha." <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. instead of telling you where somebody is, I'm just going to tell you their name as we lead into each recording. So I'm turning over a new leaf. If anybody else was annoyed by that, I apologize. I noticed it, so I'm sure I'm sure somebody else did. <laughs> so with that, so here's said, Danny from Omaha. All right. So with that said, here's Juan from somewhere. Hey guys, this is Juan, giving you a call from Omaha here. You know, I think it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of a revolving door right now. You know, obviously this is a frustrating loss. I think, uh, I think Frost has some serious, uh, serious questions to answer. And I think primarily that biggest question should be is, uh, you know, we're on the six, you know, six inch yard line. Why are we not under center there? You know, I think, uh, I think our, you know, our play calling offensively is very inconsistent. Our defense, you know, again, in, in the second half here, played really well. Uh, before that last drive there, Minnesota had three first downs in the second half. And, uh, you know, when we really needed the ball back, we couldn't get it back again in the second half there. So, uh, you know, obviously very frustrating. Um, you know, trying to keep a positive attitude. We have a bye week to get healthy. And, uh, you know, obviously towards Purdue. So... I think uh, a lot of Husker Nation is feeling exactly how I am, very exhausted and uh, disappointed in, in these in these close games. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, Juan, thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, Juan is feeling the same way we are. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of similar observations here, and I think I think Husker Nation is is pretty united at this point. We're just sick of it and and frustrated and. Um, and it's all amplified because most everybody wants Frost to succeed. You know, there's certainly those jerks that want him to fail because they're sick or something. But we all want Frost to succeed, so I think that makes it even harder. Is because it's a favorite son here. We've talked about it before, yeah. but anyway, thanks for the call, one. Yep, it has been an interesting season. Um, 
in terms of how the fan base has talked about her head coach because after the first game, there were people who were just over it. Um, and in the last couple of weeks, I've seen a lot more people saying, like, I stand behind our coach. He's finally turning the ship. Things are heading in the right direction. Um, it, it'll it be interesting this week to see how people are talking about it again. Like, are we going to be that wishy-washy about it? I don't even know if that's the right <laughs> way to describe it. But are people going to flip-flop right away saying, get rid of Frost again? Like, I, I feel like at this point, you can't just be like, Every time we lose, get rid of him. And then every time we win or like do something that's like has a glimmer of hope, people are like, oh, well, he's our coach. I stand behind him. I hope probably those are different people. But like, I don't know if, if you're a fan, like, let's just ride this thing out. Um, I do think it's kind of silly when people are like, well, Tom Osborne, he was good 20 plus years. I'm like, eh, different situation. Like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I want to give Scott Frost 20 years, but you know, maybe. Maybe 10, you know, if things are trending in the well, right direction the next couple the of original, years. The original you know? contract was seven, so yeah. yeah, that seems like a lot. Uh, to your point about people being engaged, I don't know about you, but I feel like our just interactions on social media are indicative of a fan base that is still engaged, and I'm mm-hmm. guessing that's going to tail off this week. Yeah. But through this last week, Nebraska fans... And, you know, we've, as we said, 200, this is our 251st episode. We've covered a lot of seasons. We've done a bunch of disappointing seasons. And there's usually a point where people are still watching the game and maybe still downloading the podcast, but they're not interacting anymore. They're just fried. And I feel like Nebraska fans have been really engaged this year with us. Yeah, for real. Especially after the COVID year. So um, I'll be curious to see if that tails off this week because of the nature of this loss. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should put this in here. Uh, I'm just going to speak candidly. If this makes it onto the episode, great. If not, um, Justin and I, we don't we don't toot our own horn when it comes to download numbers or anything like that. But I don't even look at them anymore. Yeah, I, but it is funny to me to just when I log into our dashboard and you see those peaks for each time we release a new episode – there, without fail, at the start of the season, we there's so many downloads. <laughs> and the second we lose a game, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, oh man. But uh, you know, this year it's kind of been a little bit up and down, up and down, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens this week. So we need to bring back our trivia episode. That's what people are waiting for. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do it this bye week. But yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, not this okay. week. But. Hey, let's keep moving here. Okay, so uh, here is Jeremy, also from somewhere. <laughs> you can't help yourself. Hey, guys, it's Jeremy in Minnesota again. Vegas, Jer. Um, I'm at a loss for words. It's been a stellar week. I got COVID on Wednesday, and now I get to spend another year in Minnesota with all these Gopher fans after just an awful loss. Not much I can say other than how do we not score three times inside the five-yard line? Why can't we find a kicker who can kick extra points? Probably Adrian's worst game of the year. But on the bright side, we did donate more money to Team Jack. So we can hang our hat on that. Have a great day, guys. Go Big Red. Well, first and foremost, Jeremy, um... Justin and I wish you all the best. 
quick, speedy recovery, full recovery. Um, hopefully you're back on two feet in no time and, uh, in, in the best health possible. Um, sorry to hear about that. Um, also sorry that you live in Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks, man, for pointing out uh, the Team Jack fundraiser. So yeah. We gave a little push um, for the Broken Chair Trophy this past week. I'd like to think that we were somewhat instrumental in that just complete blowout of of that goal, man. They yeah, they so, rocked it this year. Yeah, I usually they kind of stop counting or you stop – yeah, stop counting – contributions towards the competition and even if they keep going it's it's a blowout so minnesota raised seventeen thousand two hundred and thirteen dollars and 38 cents and nebraska raised twenty five thousand four hundred thirty three dollars the goal for both schools both fundraisers was ten thousand so they just destroyed both both goals Uh, nebraska had 309 donors i can't really see that here that number here on the uh, Minnesota one, but that's that's a lot of people. That's great. Congratulations Dude. to the the charity, the broken chair folks. You guys did a really good job. Twenty five thousand dollars is not insignificant. Oh that's my a lot gosh, of money. that's huge, man! You get another that's five thousand awesome. dollar gift. You could start an endowment. There you go. Somebody, it's not too late. It could be you. There was a couple of of really big gifts for Nebraska that, but even without them, I think it's we're, we still win. Yeah. So that's that's great. I think it's maybe the first time we've ever won that. It's possible. It's certainly the the first time that we've ever crossed like fifteen or even twenty thousand. So for it to go twenty five, that's great. So, anywho, thanks again, Jeremy. Uh, next up is Ken. Hey guys, it's Ken from Grand Island. Um, I'm a truck driver. I was on my way to Valley to pick up a load listening to the game, hoping it would be a better one, but obviously not. I am not exactly sure what it was I listened to today. It sounded eerily similar to Illinois in that it was just a giant steaming pile of poo, I guess would be a good word. Uh, It just wasn't good. I'm not sure what to think anymore of this team that they – play so well against top 10 teams and then they can't get out of their own way against a team that they clearly have better athletes than in Minnesota. So uh, 30 to 23. Wow. How ironic. Uh, the first game was 30 to 22. So <laughs> I guess we're one point better in a game that we played every bit as crappy in as we did against Illinois. <laughs> I guess that's a good way to console ourselves. And hey, Chris punted the ball well, so we we've got that going for us. I I guess. Anyway, guys, thanks for the great podcast. Uh, hopefully, you can help bring those of us who are so depressed <laughs> a little bit of cheer as you cover this game. And uh, anyway, thanks again, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for the reaction line. It's very therapeutic for folks like me. And uh, anyway, God bless you guys. Talk to you again in two weeks. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the break too. So later. Thanks for the call, Ken. Uh, I, I hope we're cheering you up. It's uh, going through these calls and hearing from you all is, is it's nice to talk to other people. No offense, Mike. It's nice to hear from others. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, none taken. 
Yeah. So that's I, that's funny. I did not catch that how close this score was to the uh, Illinois game. Yeah, I'll do one better. <laughs> Feels like we're playing the prices right with our uh, with our season at this point. But uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, Ken. I'm ready for this break. Ready to ready to just have a Saturday where once again, like like I was saying, my blood pressure just stays with an even keel. Maybe go for a walk. Enjoy some fresh autumn air. <laughs> Use the time wisely. Uh, Godspeed to all of you who are going to weddings next weekend. <laughs> We're doing yard work here at the Swanson household. Mm. You want to come help? No. No, I do not. What are you doing? Um, I'm trying to think. What's that? The, the 23rd? Yeah. I, have, I have no reason to not come help you then because I can't think of anything. <laughs> I'll feed you. Yeah. But uh no, I'll probably probably go for a longer bike ride. I've been I've been starved for just just getting on my on my bike last few weeks. Yeah, I, this last week I had a hard time getting out for runs for whatever reason. There was just mm-hmm. a lot going on and Yeah, I hear you. I saw the cheetahs run at the Lincoln Zoo. That was cool. Oh, that's really cool. Ten thirty every morning. Took the kids, had a day with the kids, and that was pretty exciting. They're fast. The oh. cheetahs, not the kids. I mean, the kids are fast, but not as right. fast as cheetahs. Right? Don't yeah. they? Don't they have some cats in the Lincoln Zoo that are uh, under the weather right now? Is that oh yeah, correctly? the tigers. So this was Tuesday. Yeah. And there were no tigers to be seen, and then we uh, found out. I think the next morning that they have COVID. Yeah. Crazy. So they didn't, you know, they didn't wear their masks or get the vaccine. So that's. <laughs> didn't they say early on that like you don't got to worry about your pets? I don't know. I re- I think I remember hearing something. Uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that was something said early, but then I remember some New York City tigers got it as well mm-hmm. pretty early on. So. I think I initially heard something about some cats in California. So anyway, before we move on, I do want to thank again Juan, Jeremy. And, Ken, all three of you this week are going to get a free Runza combo coupon from Runza to be used at Runza. Where else would you use a Runza coupon? Also, It's a Runza coupon. We're going to mail them out. Yeah. Have you seen those awful uh, rewards app commercials on the television that are Mm-mm. extremely obnoxious and they have an Mm-mm. extremely obnoxious comedian whose last name is Oswald. <laughs> I haven't seen those. You have. They get to uh, you, huh? I am not a fan. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you know, all three of you guys, uh, you're getting yourself a coupon this week. Um, sometimes we just decide uh, to, to, you know, go a little bit off script. We're trying to cheer everybody up, especially uh, Jeremy. You know, get some get some comfort food in your belly the next time you come to, to Nebraska. I don't know. Are there any runs in Minnesota? I don't think there no, are. No, I don't think yeah. so. No. So, but you know, once you're once you're feeling well again, come on back to Nebraska. We'll Y'all come we'll feed back you. now. Here, <laughs> right? So, thanks, guys. Well, I think with that, normally we would uh, start looking at our next game, which is Purdue. But with the bye week, I think we'll just save that and they've mm-hmm. got a big game against wisconsin next week they're currently sitting at what uh four and three four and two is that right yeah four and two i thought yeah four and two and uh 
we're currently favored in that matchup according to FPI, but let's just see what happens here. Right. In the right. next week or so. Um, so I guess I'll leave you with Nebraska's SP plus numbers, which um, I'm a little perplexed by. You got a guess as to how we trended? Um, I mean, if if I were to guess, I'd say everything down. All right, me too. Overall, for, we went. Except, I was, let me rephrase that. Except for based on our discussion, maybe special teams up a little bit. Yeah, that's. I mean. I'd, yeah, those are the things I would guess. So here's what actually happened. Sounds like it's the opposite. Yeah, overall, we went up one spot to 23, which I guess... Because that makes sense. ...lost. Yeah. Um, offensively, we went up two spots to 28. Huh. Defensively, we went down three spots to 29. And special teams dropped four spots to 126. I'm sure that missed point after has a lot to do with that. That's true. PATs are just... You just got to get those. Yeah. You know what else? You know what else you gotta get? You gotta get some bison in your fridge, or your freezer. Get yourself ready for the holidays. Who says you have to eat turkey on Thanksgiving? I say mm. anybody who tells you you have to eat turkey is a turkey. Ooh, get yourself some bison steaks. You're gonna be happier in the end. Are you gonna do like the you like the way you look? I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, you know, I was about to say, you know, I I don't. I'm not a food scientist, but I would venture that there's probably less tryptophan in a bison steak. Mm. Um, But I am not an expert. I'm not going to make that claim. Consult your physician. But at the same time, like I've always found the whole tryptophan thing kind of silly. It's like, maybe you're not sleepy because you ate turkey. Maybe you're sleepy because you ate enough food to last three days. And now you need to take a nap because you need to digest. <laughs> so I'm here at the uh, the online order section. Thanks for of keeping C- it on topic, Justin. CNBuffalo.com, you bet. And it looks like they've got the uh, original bison hot dog recipe on here that they've... Uh, We've been talking about the last few weeks, and they've got some steak boxes and some family boxes. They got all kinds of stuff. And yeah, with the holidays coming up, supply chains are jacked up. Get your uh, get your stuff figured out now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. You know, I I don't want to be a a doomsday doomsday kind of guy, but like. You know, they're talking about how there might not be as as much food on the shelves this fall and into the winter or, you know, product in general. Um, but you know who's not going anywhere? Monty C- Rody? Central, well, I was going to say Central Nebraska Buffalo isn't going oh, anywhere. Oh, sorry. They can yeah, still, they can still put mix food on your plate. But at the same time, if you need to go somewhere, whether it's into a new home or maybe to downsize or... Yeah, whatever your real estate needs might be, Monty Rohde is your man. Monty is a licensed real estate agent located in Nebraska, and he is able to help you sell or buy a home. Like we've said before, even if you know it's something where you're like, ah, oh, well, mate, we're thinking about maybe in the next year or two. You know, we're going to be having more kids, so it's time for us to, to think about upsizing, getting into a bigger home for the kids to be able to run around, get a bigger backyard, that kind of thing. Um, it's not too early to start that conversation, so reach out to Monty today so you're not surprised and scared and make a rash decision in the future. You want to be prepared? 
reach out to Monty, 402-770-3356. Do it. <laughs> I just feel like we can as squeeze as many... <laughs> <laughs> we can squeeze as many um, commercial references that don't apply to our current sponsors in as possible and tie them to our sponsors. What are some local businesses that are now gone that we can make reference to? The only Ooh. thing that's coming to mind for me is they weren't local, but Showbiz Pizza. Did you ever go what to was... Showbiz Pizza? No, just Chuck E. Cheese. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Show, showbiz was... Chuck E. Cheese here in Omaha used to be Showbiz Pizza. Okay, was there a jingle or something that? No, no. I mean, they had the Rock of Fire Explosion, which was awesome, way better than Chuck E. Cheese, but yeah. Appearing tonight on three stages at Showbiz Pizza Place, the Rock of Fire Explosion. <laughs> And starring the greatest fresh baked pizza made to order. Over 60 new games and rides. Did you know that Chuck E. Cheese here in Omaha, does they don't have animatronics anymore? It's just like a big arcade type thing. It's like a kid's version of Dave and Buster's. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's kind of lame if you ask me. I think they might have closed the Chuck E. Cheese in Lincoln. Do you remember Laser Quest? Yeah. Dang. I loved Laser Quest. That was pretty cool. They were great. They didn't have a jingle either. Does Dalyons so, have a jingle? Eat the burrito and be happy. <laughs> Bye, I had, a, I had a good burrito at 132nd and Q. Okay. The other day. I was just uh, in town real quick. I'm trying to think what's at 136. It's a, a food truck. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the new Pepper Jacks at 132nd and Center by any chance? No, I was on queue. Okay. I am I'm a little upset. Why? It's brand new. Brand new Pepper Jacks. They got rid of the line. Now you place your order and they make your food in the back and then it comes out to you. Oh, that's so no no more preparing your food right in front of you. I yeah, don't know if I'm gonna Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna keep going to that one. I hope the one out west is uh still gonna have the line. I think that's part of the charm. I think that's part yeah, of the Yeah, as they say, Mike the vote with your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So I saw well, the movie Free Guy last night. Oh yeah, how was that? Um, it's all right. It's fun. I thought I think that they actually did a better job with the concept than Spielberg did with Ready Player One. Honestly, I haven't seen that one either. Oh, Ready Player One. Skip the movie. Read the book. Okay. the The movie is wildly different than the book. Uh, out of necessity, I think the book would be a much better like Netflix series. You know, like mm. an eight-hour thing that they just ah. couldn't do in a movie, you know? So. Speaking of, I watched the first three episodes of Squid Game. Okay, people keep talking about that. I I just don't understand why everybody's so excited. I mean, it's kind of like a Hunger Games type deal. And from what I've heard, is it like ultra-violent? Like, I don't know uh, if I, I want to do that. It's... It's fairly violent, yeah. Uh, I don't like violence. I mean, I felt their Game of Thrones was worse. Okay. Um, but 
I so it was interesting, but it doesn't really feel all that fresh. And um, they really spoon feed you. Like something will happen. So this is like a sixty-minute episode. Something will happen in the first ten minutes that you know comes up later, and that person has to make a decision. And they literally show you like a ten-second flashback. I was like, I I remember. (laughs) I just watched that. You don't have to show me. I'm not that stupid. Right. Uh, So I just well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the masses are really into it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, maybe if anybody's listening and has watched the last six episodes, and you're like, no, Justin's amazing. You need to follow. Then okay, I will. But <laughs> it's like me with the Clone Wars. People are like, it gets really good right around the fourth season. It's like, you mean <laughs> I gotta watch three seasons of garbage? Like, I mean, if you I watched, just... <laughs> if you watched Parasite, which is also Korean and it deals with themes of people in the struggling economically, like. It's just a lot of similar stuff. So mm. anyway, that's my thought. Okay. Yeah. Life's too short to watch. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah. You know, it's been interesting to see like how people, how people just get onto these little binge fads with Netflix because like squid games right now I watched, I tried to watch tiger King after it's thing. I think I may have actually said this on the podcast before I tried to watch it. I watched it one episode. It was like, this is nothing. Like, why were people freaking out over this? Like, yeah, it's kind of a train wreck, but, like, I got better things to do with my time. <laughs> you know, I never did watch it. From the one episode I watched, um, I can see how it's something that if you have literally nothing else to do, you might, like, and, and race through it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that was kind of my conclusion is like, man, people were really bored at the start of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. But anywho. On that note. On boring, on the note of boring people, maybe we should pandemic, end this yeah. thing. <laughs> if th- th- I'm sure they're already bored. I'd be shocked if they're still listening. If you are, the first person to tweet the word McClunky at us this week gets a free Runza <laughs> coupon. I don't know. Okay, deal. All right. And the first person, uh, if you know the reference, is it like another? No, no. Okay. If you know the reference, it's like invisible bonus points. (laughs) Okay. Wait, wait, what if, what, okay. Tweet the word McClunky at us and tell us what it's from. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Got it. Got it. So you're saying to get the runs of coupon, you both have to be the first person to tweet at. You have to be the first person to successfully tweet at us. And know what the heck we're talking about. And understand the reference. <laughs> Got it. It's All pretty right. niche, Mike. It's pretty niche. But it we is. might have talked about it on the show in the last couple of years. We probably have. At least I didn't go Only with an earnest reference. Only the true fans will know. The seventh son of the seventh son. He's the baby and he's the boy. <laughs> the dark is rising? I'm, I'm losing you. A third shadow is nigh. That's that's a deep. The cut seventh there. son of the seventh son is that? I. It's like children. A book from grade school. Uh, I don't know now. Because I read something like that in the last several months. Oh. A, or, or is that just a thing that? Maybe it's uh. I just thought I just thought it was a reference to Ernest Scared Stupid, which I'm stupidly excited to watch next week. I wonder if that's probably too scary for my kids. <laughs> uh, you know, my I bet your eldest could watch it. It might mm. mess Ernest up. No, uh, oh, he's, gosh, I didn't even think yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. The seventh son of a seventh son is a concept from folklore regarding special powers given to or held by such a son. 
Huh. Well, there's Ernest for you. Regional variations. Ireland. The seventh son of the seventh son is gifted as a healer. Interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. In some Latin American countries, the seventh son of the seventh son is believed to be cursed of, uh, to be cursed to be a werewolf. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, and and Ernest scared stupid. It meant he was uh, he was the chosen one who would defeat the troll that has uh, that has uh, kept its grip on Briarville. But anyway. Spoiler alert. Yeah. McClunky. Anyway, here we are. Oh boy! All right, all right. Go big red. I don't want to edit this stuff, so I'm probably gonna leave most of it in this week. That's fine. <laughs> Go big red. Go big red. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is an unofficial, non-commercial podcast and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this podcast belong solely to the individuals expressing them. The Husker Football Fan Podcast is not endorsed by or affiliated with the Nebraska Cornhuskers or the University of Nebraska. Mm-hmm.